How's it going, Misty? It's going pretty good. I kind of like I kind of like the friendly version instead of the nemesis version. You know, I, I feel like maybe there's some episodes we'll go into depending upon how we feel with the nemesis. Yeah. And some that we'll be just like, oh, hey, this, how are you? This week, we're on a positive track. Yeah. Assuming yeah. that all these episodes this week are going to come out on the same week. That's true. Maybe we'll mix it up. Maybe. Excuse ourselves. Um, but as we do on every show, we have to figure out what we want to do today. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I want to do? Like, super bad? Let's see here. Yesterday, we were going to set up a sprinkler and run through the... Uh-huh. Put a tarp in the back of a pickup truck, fill it with water, drive around, and pretend like it's a mobile pool. I did that this morning before I got here. Oh, that was you? Yeah. Why didn't you pick now it up? Now I just want to really, really want to make some blueberry muffins. Oh, that would ruin the internet for and sure. And I want to ruin the internet. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I think we should limit it to a certain amount of time. Maybe I'll just cook the blueberry muffins when I go home. And Can you cook? How long does it take to cook blueberry muffins? 12 to 15 minutes. Oh, that's about as long as an episode of Misty and Mike ruined the internet. <laughs> <laughs> you started out really strong I on did. that. I did. My brain just saw said, where you were going. My brain it. just went, nope. Good. You were headed in a good direction. Well, let's head down the 15 minute road starting right now. Okay. What do you want to talk about? Worst sophomore albums of all time. Holy cow. When you are a music artist oh. and you come out so strong with oh. that first record. Oh, boy. There's so much pressure for your second record to wow. live up to the first. And it just sometimes doesn't. Wow. I can, t- I can give you one of my favorite examples. Okay. Snoop Dogg. Really? He came out with The Chronic. Yeah. Right? Okay. The Chronic is packed full of incredible, like, just, the world had not seen anything like that. Yeah. Like, hey, I'm going to be a rapper. I'm going to talk about all the weed all the time. Yeah. And then the sophomore album was called The Dog Father. Yeah, and it was awesome. No, it wasn't. It was so bad, and sales numbers were terrible. Dude, I can't believe the list that I'm reading. Okay. This is supposed to be a list. What is it called? 10 Most Disappointing Follow-Up Albums. Okay. Number 10. Sure. My Chemical Romance, Danger Days, The True Lives of the Fabulous, Killjoys. It was pretty terrible. Wow. It it was awful coming off of the first record. Yeah, the Black Parade was mega. The, The Black Parade was a record... Those guys should have been literally performing like Freddie Mercury at the Live Aid in front of like hundreds. It was so epic. Huge. The sound on it was just, you could sit in a room and it would surround you. Yeah. And then the second record came out. Yeah. Wah, wah, wah. Never heard of it. It was terrible. This is one I don't necessarily agree with, but I'm going to save my super disagree for number eight. Number nine. (laughs) Number nine is Green Day, Uno, Dos, Trey Trilogy. Pretty terrible. I will agree with that. I won't say that, like, super agree. Like, I'll take it or leave it. Yeah. Was there even a hit off of it? Um, let's see here. It seemed like a good idea at the time. Green Day would release three back-to-back albums of old-school punky material to get back in touch with their roots after two epic concept albums. Mm-hmm. And it might have worked had Billy Joe Armstrong not gone into on a profanity-laden tirade after the band's 2012 iHeartRadio yeah. set 
was allegedly cut short. Yep. Checking into rehab the next day, the band postponed their tour and Rush released Dos and, and Trey, but that what? couldn't save them from being their lowest charting albums in years. Hey, do you want to know something cool about that? I would love to. Um, I used to work for a small little jazz quartet from San Francisco called Metallica. And <laughs> um, when so uh, the lead singer James has obviously come out and he's talked about his struggles with sobriety publicly, yeah, very publicly. Mm -hmm. Um, when that happened with Billy Joe, we actually filled in for all of the shows that they had to cancel. They were scheduled. Green Day was scheduled to headline a, a bunch of like festival shows throughout the U.S. And yeah. we went and took their spot so that they would not be negating contracts things like that like we just popped right in there james said let me help my brother he's yeah. going to rehab that's cool and we're gonna go do this billy joe's such a good and dude. so we like threw that shit together in like a week and we were headed to new orleans to headline voodoo fest for him that's so weird that they didn't already have conflicting dates um well metallica goes on very like they go on chunks of shows yeah. at a time and a lot of it has to do with the fact that they want to be able to spend time with their families at home yeah so we would never do we would do two weeks on two weeks off Two weeks on, two weeks off. And wow. so we had, you know, we had some downtime at that point. I think that, you sure. know, we had come home from maybe a European run that we had done for mm -hmm. a few months and flying in and out of Europe every couple of weeks. And, yeah, um, you know, he, he saw a, a fellow musician friend in trouble in San Francisco, home of also Green Day. Yeah. And went, we got you. Wow. It's pretty cool. That is cool. Yeah. Did, um... Did you ever talk to the Metallica boys about what they thought about Apocalyptica? <laughs> I, I have never had that conversation with Do you them. know who they are? I do absolutely know who they are. The Cello Quartet? Yeah, they're amazing. I have a friend that actually yeah. used to tour with them and work with them. I've done two of their videos. They're pretty incredible. Yeah. One of them was I would Gavin. imagine that Lars is probably a huge fan of it. Yeah. Like, Lars has such a crazy spectrum of music that he enjoys. Mm-hmm. You know, he's like super into like the Finnish like black death metal and you know, but he also like goes like full tilt in the other direction. So I'm sure that he just enjoyed the hell out of that. Oh, especially if there's a band that only plays right. your songs. Right. Yeah. He's with like, celebrity wow, I never singers. would have imagined it like this. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder if Lars Typical. has ever filled in and like played drums on an apocalyptica show. I don't think so. I think that you would be you would have known about that. Maybe. Lar Lars Ulrich guest stars in <laughs> That's a side Google for another time. Yeah, the, here, definitely. Here's one we're going to have a problem with. Okay. Number eight, Nirvana in utero. Oh, this is going to be hard for me. <laughs> right? Like, how can you? I can't agree with that. Oh, God. In utero is heart-shaped box, right? In utero. That was a single. Heart-shaped box and all apologies. Oh, dude, all apologies is like all time. I think faves. what this is rating it as is compared to the sales well, of the first record. Well, I was gonna so say, this I'm is curious if it's rating it on sales numbers or actual like public interest. It has to because. Hold on. Yeah, but you know what? That makes sense. If it's based on sales records, totally makes sense. I mean, Smells Like Teen Spirit just was enormous right i guess what <laughs> they're mind. saying I mean, is that sorry. this album had it smells like teen spirit ripoff in rape me rape me yeah i know the yeah. song i just mm, yeah like it was i think what they're saying is that Nevermind sold so many fucking albums uh, that absolutely i mean there, i don't know no anybody that doesn't was going to live up to it it's right. just like pearl jam 
You know, yeah. there's no way that the sophomore album was going to live up to 10. Yeah. There is just no way. Yeah. I don't know if I can agree with that one. I mean, it might statistically be true, but like with, with his death, I mean, it just kind of immortalizes everything. Yeah. That's also um, very true. I can, I can see where number seven's coming in at. Red Hot Chili Peppers, mm. One Hot Minute was the follow-up to Blood, Sugar, Sex, Magic. See, and I, it, uh, man, I have such a like battle, like inner rage battle about the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Yeah. Like... I I loved, of course, that was completely my era. I mm-hmm. absolutely loved the first record. When they got into the the era of like Californication, though, that's yeah. when I really actually like fell for the peppers. Right. Like breaking the girl off of the first record is one of my favorites ever. But now in retrospect, after listening to a couple albums later. I could take it or leave it on the first two records and I'll take the later ones. Yeah. This is the album that uh, Dave Navarro filled in for. Because mm. um, Frashante wasn't around for that one. Sense. And he eventually rejoined them. Yeah, he was having the heroin. Yeah. Yeah, didn't he just rejoin them? Uh, they, got, they got rid of Josh Klinghoffer? Thankfully, Frashante uh, rejoined the band in time for their next album and the Peppers oh. reclaimed the hard rock throne with Californication. So I think he joined, and I, he might have quit again after that. I'm trying he's to been remember, on again, they, off again. The last guitar player that they had, Josh Klinghoffer, I know he's not with them now, and someone's back. I yeah. lost track yeah. because because who really cares? Yeah. yeah. Um, um, I got one for you. Let's go. Meatloaf. Wow. Debut album, Bad Out of Hell. Yeah. Which is sophomore album. Bat Out of Hell, Dead Ringer. Oh, I didn't even know that. Okay, yeah. <laughs> so bad, right? Yeah. So bad. Uh, how about Van Halen, Diver Down? Oh. Yeah, according so to this, awful. the worst song is Big Bad Bill. Let's hear a little, uh, yeah. let's hear a little bit the of that. The name of it is that bad. What's happening? Is this an ad? This is, no. This is the actual record. It doesn't look like an ad. <laughs> this is big, but I'm going to skip ahead to like the middle. This is Big Bad Bill. Is Sweet William now. That's all we need to hear of that. We don't need any <laughs> copyright claim. Terrible. For, that's real bad. I don't even think we'll get a copyright claim for that. I don't. I don't think so. I don't think anything could recognize that without thinking that that's like an ad for like a toothbrush. Yeah. Or a mower. Right. I bet that's been turned into a stock music clip that's probably made them more money than some of their other hits. <laughs> Absolutely. What? Oh man, this is going to this is going to um divide some folks cuz if you're a fan of this band, you probably feel like they've never written a bad song ever. Okay. Motley Crue. Mm. Mm. Theater of Pain. I loved Theater of Pain. See? If There's you, no one home. No, that's in my house of pain. Yeah. Maybe I'm thinking of a different song. No, th- this is the follow-up to Shout at the Devil. Oh. Right? With Shout at the Devil, Motley okay, Crue so got a taste of mainstream. give me some songs that were on Theater of Pain. Uh, let's see here. The only essential tracks are the Heartfelt Ballad, Home Sweet Home. Fantastic. Fantastic. The punchy Use It or Lose It. Don't know that one. Yeah, you do. Okay. If, if I played I it, you would know. Do. Yeah. Uh, a spiritual sequel to Shout's Red Hot. Motley Crue straddled the line between glam and metal, uh, but more gracefully on future releases, but they never fully bounced back from the stylistic departure of theater on Theater of Pain. What? They never fully bounced back. 
Are you kidding me? This is no. Huh? I mean, I got to look at the discography because if <clears throat> if it was Shout at the Devil and then Theater of Pain, then they had. Um, oh, I'm thinking of something else. <laughs> I'm definitely thinking of something else. It happens. It happens. You want to know what I was thinking? What were you thinking? I was thinking. Um, Who's Axel? What band is Axel Rose? In? <laughs> Guns and Guns Roses. Guns and Roses. Uh, the, Are you thinking Use Your Illusion? The, du- two? the double album. Use Your yeah. Illusion, yeah. Huh. I got that mixed up. Sorry, guys. Interesting. Interesting. We don't get it all right here on the show, we don't. but we're That's trying. That's why we have the internet here, yeah. so that we don't break ourselves. Yeah, and we're just, we're just pulling this shit off the top of our heads. I didn't even know what we were going to talk about 12 minutes ago. Exactly. So, exactly. you want to finish out this list? I do. Okay. Um, do you have one? Uh, go ahead. Hit me. Aerosmith. Toys, toys in the... <laughs> Almost all of them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Draw the line. What did that come after? Uh, after the one-two punch of Toys in the Attic and yeah. Rocks. Right. Draw the line. Ooh, that was the, the super dark one. Draw the yeah. line. Yeah. So the it worst song like is the hand, that, the hand That Feeds. Dark. Dark. Let's just skip to the middle. May have been a. Oh, I've got to use know. the right fader. That's all you need of that. That's some Aerosmith for you. Um, I got one for you. Okay, go ahead because I got a. Oh man. Okay. This one can't even be on this list. So first we've got Bon Jovi. Slippery when wet was the original. Okay, I was about to say the follow up was seven eight zero zero Fahrenheit. Do you even remember? I've never record? heard of that before in my whole life. Was it so bad that they just dumped another record out after that? I don't know. Let's see if it actually had any songs on it that you'll recognize. Okay. I've, I mean, I've got one that's going to break the internet right after you. Okay. We like breaking the internet. That's mm-hmm. what we're here for. People at home are going to throw their TV across the room when I say this. <laughs> okay. Um, it reached number 37 on the Billboard 200 chart mm-hmm. and was the band's first album to be certified gold. So it's so, got to have some songs on it. Yeah, so what's the problem? Did the they... single's Only Lonely and In and Out of Love, both charted. I've never heard of either of those. Yeah, I mean... I mean, come on. Only Lonely, I've heard of Only Lonely. Slippery When Wet in New yeah. Jersey? Like, yeah, dude, get out of here. Wanted Dead or Alive, Living yeah. on a Prayer, You Give Love a Bad Name. Right. Like, we could go on and on and on. So this next one is only on this list because the first album was the biggest album of all time. Okay. Michael Jackson, bad. Of course. But like that has to just be statistical because Thriller, biggest it, album of, of all course. time. Right. But Th- that's bad. Just are you kidding me? It is. Yeah. You're. These are definitely. Your list is not based on the perception or actual musical no, quality. It's based on numbers. It's based on numbers. Because yeah. if you take Thriller out of Michael Jackson's repertoire, He's still one of the baddest motherfuckers that ever made music on the planet. Absolutely. But, I mean, Thriller was the icing on the cake. I mean, Prince. Oh, Oh, and now they're releasing Prince's back catalog. Yeah. Against his, over his dead, literally over his dead body. Literally. A lot of that would be like, that'd be like taking a comics work that he's like working out jokes that he hasn't really perfected yet and just recorded them just to have them. Mm -hmm. Those are unfinished works. I can't believe that his estate is doing that. You know, oh my when, god, when like I didn't think happen, it could get any worse. Sorry, when things like that happen, I oftentimes have to think we don't know the situations behind it, yeah, and we don't know 
the situation. Like maybe the family is releasing that so that they can open up different parts of Paisley Park to people. They can expand Paisley Park and people can actually experience what where Prince lived. I mean, you know, we don't know what they're doing with it. I think people are going to pay plenty Greater of money. Good. Greater good. Great, maybe. All right, I'm going to skip over this uh, number two to, just to get to number one because I think we're in the speed round already. Okay. The Beach Boys Smiley Smile. And that came after Pet Sounds? Yep. Huh. Yeah, but let's get to the number one on this list. Okay. Which I'm going to have a hard time with. Okay. Are you going to be okay? I don't know. I might throw my computer across the room. <laughs> they could have just called it A Day After Abbey Road. The Beatles. Let it be. I don't... They couldn't... They could have... Uh, screw you, timer. They could have just ditched their plans to finish uh, the Get Back movie and accompanying soundtrack. They could have just... Blah, blah, blah. They could have done a lot of stuff. Let it be? I mean, after all this time, you it's got to be a numbers thing on this list. I am not happy with saying these words on the internet to these people I'm, at home. I'm not either. I feel like the internet ruined itself Yeah. with that list. I think we definitely pissed some people off today. These are not our own personal lists. These are not our... This you is not are, opinions. You are I'm, I'm pulling ruining this off from you. someone else's list. That's right. Well... You take no responsibility. I can't be liable for the thoughts and opinions of this list. I won't even tell sure. you where I found it, but it was on the internet somewhere. But well, I hope we didn't ruin the internet too bad for you today. <laughs> and unless, unless it's, it's Friday, Friday, we'll, we'll see, see you tomorrow. tomorrow.